What's going on, team? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. You're going to get sick of me saying that because we're bringing new episodes every single day because it is the 12 days of gratitude. And today is day number five. And I've got a really cool dude on the show today. My brother, Tony Watley, is here with us. Tony is from Houston, Texas. Tony and I are in masterminds together. He's a business coach. He's an entrepreneur. He's a best-selling author. He's just a dude, man. He's just a guy who gets it. He's a guy who understands gratitude. He's a guy who's going to blow you away with what he's got to say today. So saddle up. Enjoy my man, Tony Watley, here we go. Tony Watley, thank you for joining me on the podcast today, brother. Hey, Jay, good to connect always. And I always enjoy hanging out with you. So I can't wait to share some takeaways or, or insights here. Absolutely. One of the things that I'm going to tell you guys why I brought Tony in as one of my 11. Like, I don't know Tony immensely well. We haven't been friends for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, but I can tell you something very authentic about Tony. And this is what I look for in people is he is raw and he's honest. And I know that if I have a question, a comment, a concern, uh, anything, I never have to worry about getting a different version of him. And I respect the shit out of that in the world because we don't get a lot of that. And I'm grateful for authenticity. I'm grateful for just you being you, man. So I just want to thank you first and foremost. I want to put that out there and say, I appreciate you for that. I would, I mean, it's not a skill, right? For that trait that most people aren't really rolling around with these days. I appreciate that, man. I really do. I, I accept that. And uh, thank you for saying that. Absolutely. So Tony, the reason we're here, I've told everybody like, I want to bring a sense of gratitude to a chaotic and external noisy world. And so what I did is I've decided I'm going to have 11 of my favorite people on that I feel like could give a message of gratitude that my listeners will hear and be able to use as a momentum stacker as we move into 2021. So my first question for you, brother, is this. How have you found gratitude in such an externally chaotic time with the world and in the situation that it's in? How have you been able to find gratitude? I think for me, anytime the world gets noisy, I always look to nature, right? So if that's as simple as taking a walk in the park or going on a hike or a journey, or even watching the wild animals, I have a lot of wild animals outside my windows. Actually, I posted a video this morning on Instagram of two deer that come around my yard. There's several deer, but they always come and they look at the window. I feel like I'm their pet because they always check on me. Yeah. And then I have my cardinals that land in the tree right outside the window. And so I'm always just paying attention to nature and thinking about that thing. It kind of centers me and it makes me realize that the world is a beautiful place. And there's a lot of good things that are and, and miracles that are going on every day. And I think that a lot of this external thing, that's the important thing is you have to understand all this noise that we see is external. We see the political election year. We see the news, whether that's CNN or Fox or whatever is distracting you in your life. And then people go on social media and then they got friends that are just really upset one way or the other. And they're sharing these shock and drama and doom and gloom headlines. And it's really just feeding their confirmation bias. So they think that that's a good thing. So they end up sharing it themselves and they kind of go down the rabbit hole and then they go and they share a bunch of stuff and they waste hours and hours and hours just on this noise that they have no control over. But I always challenge that because we do have control over that. We have the off button and we have the unfollow button. Yeah. So I would challenge any listeners right now, if you're struggling with gratitude and you're thinking that the world is on a negative slant and everything's just falling and the sky is falling and the, I don't know if it's Trump or Biden and all this noise, realize that 
you have control over that and you have control over the access of that information getting to your ears or your eyes, just unfollow all those news stations, cancel your subscriptions to all the headline newspapers, quit watching local and, and national news, especially live news, because the thing is you got to understand that those are businesses. Yeah. They're trying to make money off of your clicks and your attention. And they know that happy stories and things that make you feel uplifting never really get clicks because as humans, we're hardwired for the chaos and the doom and gloom. I mean, literally we have rubberneckers. Think about that. When there's an accident on the freeway, there's always a traffic jam because people have to see if there's blood or gore. Just there's something within us that makes us curious because maybe that we're getting in touch with mortality if we see something like that. We go, oh, glad it's not me. But we're still curious enough to slow down and look at that kind of stuff. So the news agencies know this. They put that in the headlines. They put it in their stories. They embed that doom and gloom and fear and control and hateful, you know, division. That's all baked into their stories because they know if they click on that link and you go to their page and you watch their video, you read their stuff, they make a few cents for every person that shows up on their website. It's a business model and they're controlling you. They're mind manipulating you. And, and most people don't realize that. They think, well, well, Tony, how am I going to be informed if I don't watch the news? Right. I said, you're not being informed. You're being misled and you're letting that happen. And it's putting you in a different emotional state that you, you woke up in. You watch the news in the morning and it puts you in a bad mood. Guess what? They did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. So finding gratitude in that noise, like you said, for me, it's just getting rid of the noise yeah. and focusing on things that I can actually control, things that give me joy, things that I can witness out in the world that show me that there's a, there's a lot of beauty and, and, and love that actually exists in this world. And it doesn't exist on the news or on social media. So you have to go out there and find it for yourself. And you know, my wife and I, we've traveled quite a bit this year been to, I think, about 20 states this year. So while everybody was hiding and wearing their mask and freaking out and doing all this stuff, we went traveling and we did things and we did road trips and been all over the place. And You were just in you, Mexico. Dude, and, and I'll tell you, yeah, I've been in New Mexico, <laughs> Idaho, Nevada, Colorado, Utah. Man, you just name it. There's a bunch of states driving through these things. And when you do that, here's what I realized, okay? Because we are in a pandemic and everything, you go to the hotels each night and there's some news station on there talking about how doom and gloom it is. But right. when you're out there actually interacting with people in the, in the country and seeing people who have really just isolated themselves from that kind of nonsense, you start to realize that we all get along a lot better than the news will tell you that we do. Yeah. And perfect strangers are actually pretty polite and helpful as, as, as genuine as they can be. And you realize that no, this world is actually a whole lot better place than the media and social media portray it is. So you got to go believe with your own eyes. But if you're hiding in your house and you're only watching news and hanging out on social media, you'll never understand that. Yeah. So, you, I mean, unplug. I, I noticed the same thing. I was in Montana um, a few months ago and it was, I mean, you would have you would have questioned what, you know, everything. You would have questioned the pandemic. You would have questioned the election. You would have questioned that, that the world wasn't just what it has, you know, always yeah. been. I love the fact that you said you use nature. It's almost like taking yourself out of an environment and putting yourself into an environment you know is going to bring you peace. And Tony's not kidding, guys. Like, yeah, there's, I mean, it's like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, like right out of his office door. Mm -hmm. So make sure you go to 365. Is it is it 365 driven everywhere? That's Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, go to go to 365 driven. You're gonna see. I mean, literally, he could be like he's like the Jacques Cousteau. Of his, <laughs> um, I love the fact that you said that 
people, us humans, like not that, that aren't coming through a, a TV screen, mm-hmm. are pretty freaking cool. I mean, just pretty down to earth, pretty awesome, because I think we've lost a little bit of focus on that. People have kind of gone to, well, what are you? What do you believe? What do you, and who gives a rat's ass what you, yeah. you know what I mean? That the, at the end of the day, granularly down in the cellular level, you're just a human and you've got the same needs and desires and wants as everybody else. And so I love the fact that you said, you know, just get out there and start experiencing life a little bit. And I think you'll be easier to find gratitude. I can hear somebody saying this though, Tony. Okay, Tony, don't listen to the news, you know, try to insulate myself from that stuff. But what do I do? What happens when I'm just exposed to it? Like what happens if I get stuck and I can't turn it off? I'm in a room and the the news is on and now I've got this negative feedback inside of me. What's your solution to that? Do I just go outside and look at birds? That might be the answer. I think everybody's (laughs) going to have a different reaction, but I think what we're lacking and the vast majority of the population is awareness. And for me, awareness is what happens between emotion versus reaction. Okay. Most people have an emotion, whether that's happiness or anger or whatever you decide your emotion is that something causes. And then we have a knee jerk reaction. If you have awareness, you, you have a little pause in between there where you go, okay, I'm okay with processing this emotion that maybe the news pissed me off. Yeah. Maybe I'm angry, but how would the better version of me react in this moment? Should I show that anger and should I just, you know, let it go and throw keyboard grenades and let it ruin my complete day? Or should I go, you know what? That's not serving me. It's not aligned with my core values. It's not the version of me that I want to become. That's not going to set my purpose on fire. So I need to figure out how to curate my reaction. And therefore I can push out of the emotion with some logic, you know, because I think it's okay to have the emotion. We're human. We feel emotions. But you really start should question the source of those emotions and if you need to be around those things. And think about this. If you ever read a headline or if you watch a news segment that infuriates you and you were like just fine before you saw that and you saw that and it made you really mad, pause in that moment and go, wait a minute. Why am I feeling this emotion based on that? And is it something I can control? And if the answer is no, then why would I subject to myself to being around that? that source of that emotion when I don't need that in my life. And therefore, how I would you react to that? Should I share this and piss other people off just because I'm angry? Or should I go, you know what? That's not even worth clicking on it. I don't even want to read that crap. I'm going to go do something that actually brings me joy. And that's where the awareness happens. And it's so important, you know, and you yeah. talked about uh, the other things that are gratitude, right? And here's a, here's a funny one that's competitive. It'll show the competitive side of me, right? You and I both get this. It's we are also grateful, no matter how bad this year has been. I think everybody that's listening can agree that we should all be grateful for people showing us who they truly are. Yeah. This year has been a pulled back the curtains kind of Wizard of Oz type revelation of a lot of people that you probably admired and respected that did something crazy or they just disappeared or they went into hiding or they became ultra negative or just whatever that might be, or they may just have just really shown who they truly are. So as bad as those may be, it actually, you should have some gratitude that those people showed you who they truly are. Cause in good times when things are easy, everybody can act like they're happy and things are great. And man, we're just killing it in business and all this stuff is oh awesome. And you know, but when the hard times hit, you get to see who the real leaders are because they're the ones that aren't hiding and they're not the ones that disappear and go silent and quiet and you know, go lick their wounds in the, in the forest, you know, like a wounded animal. And 
the, the real leaders emerge when there's hard times. So you get to see the good and the bad, and you should be grateful that people showed you how they truly are. I agree. Find the gratitude inside the adversity. Last question, Tony. How has, and you've, you've kind of really answered this. I mean, if, if anybody hasn't got the gist of, of, of your awesomeness and how you use gratitude just to propel yourself, how have you, how has gratitude served you this year? Like how has gratitude, like just being immensely grateful, like you said, going outside, how has that propelled you forward this year when so many people have had trouble even finding the smallest thing to be grateful for? Looking back last year, I was going through my notes. I attended an RTA event and I was going through my notes of the objectives that I would like to have accomplished in 2020, not knowing COVID would happen, correct? Yeah. And it was kind of funny going through that and I achieved every single one of them except for having a live event, like hosting my own first live event. Right. And it was about April when all this stuff was kicking off and nobody knew if we were all going to die or we're all going to survive and we didn't have all the details and and I was just kind of writing out, like, well, I guess I'm not going to have a live event this year because everything's closing. And you know, I, was a, I was a paid speaker on four different events that got canceled also this year. And we saw a lot of people moving to virtual events, which, is aren't, which aren't bad, but they're not nearly as impactful as in-person events. Right. And so as the course of the year went on, I started to look about midsummer. It's like, you know, this thing's not as bad as it's, it's, it's being made out to be. The statistics are really low. The data showing promising figures. It's like, I'm going to go have a live event. I think people are sick of seeing being quarantined at their house and being told they can't go anywhere. And so while everybody was hiding, everybody was retreating. I actually hosted my first live event, which was in the first week of October. We rented out a really beautiful facility in the heart of you know, Zion National Park in Utah and brought 30 people out and had a high level mastermind in a live event setting, which everybody, we had people come from Hawaii and Canada and all over the country that arrived. And everybody was just so grateful that they got out of their house, got out of their state, got out of their funk. And it just really gave them a place to get centered and be in a different atmosphere, different environment that we could be more focused on personal growth. And we ended up naming it the event called the advance because the way I see it is while everybody else is retreating, we advance, you know, a 365 driven group. And so to me, like, I just said, Hey, I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm not going to cancel my event and be a coward. I was like, I'm going to go do the event. We're going to do all the precautions and do things safe, but we're going to have an event while everybody else made it really easy to quit. We just actually worked harder to make it happen. And that was something that was beautiful that came out of doing things that other people weren't willing to do. And that's, that goes, you know, it kind of wraps it all up. That's one of the reasons I said that I wanted to have you on is because that's just, I mean, not trying to be, that's Tony being Tony, right? Like you aren't the kind of person that's going to find an excuse as to not to do it. And I'm, before you said that, I didn't know if you were going to tell people what the name of it was, but I thought that was the coolest part about it when I saw you um, start to talk about the event you said this isn't a retreat like that's what everybody else does we advance and I'm like you son of a monkey that's great. <laughs> that's, yeah it's freaking great and I love that because that's really what it is is in the face of adversity that the average person thinks what go backwards right yeah we can't do that anymore guys we've got to start advancing our lives and, and wrapping that all back up with gratitude if Tony didn't have that as a linchpin of who he is and, and how grateful he is for opportunities and be able to see adversity as an opportunity and as a thing to be grateful for. 
it would have been super easy. Nobody would have ever said, hey, Tony, what you, you couldn't, you can't have a live event, man. Don't worry, but don't worry about it, bro. It's okay. Like, yeah. no big deal. Like, they would have pacified you and you would have been fine. Yeah. People like you aren't looking for pacification. And that's what, yeah. that's what I love about you. That's what makes, um, I mean, that's why you're here. That's why you're in my, you know, you're in my top 11 list. So, you know, Appreciate I don't know if that's love. a good thing or Appreciate not, that. but you're here. So yeah. dude, thank you so much, man, for being on the show. Last parting words. What's one thing you would tell the peeps just about how to get ready to go into the next level of where we're heading? 2021, what's one suggestion you'd give people? When is this episode going to air? It is going to air between December the 13th and December the 24th. So between the 13th and Christmas Eve. And it's okay. probably gonna. Okay. I, I can tell you. Let's let's be. I like to be real. You you are. No, I, I get it. I was just. I was just. If it was this week or next. Nope. Month, it's so. your episode number five. So you're going to be 13, 14, 15, 16. You're going to be December seventeenth. Got it. So here's some funny things about New Year's resolutions because that's a that's a hot topic, right? Yeah. I'm going to combine it with a popular meme that we see on the internet once in a while, which I don't believe in. Sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll look something will come across my feed and it'll say, hustle hard in silence and let your work speak for you. And when I see that, you have all these people clicking that, yeah, hustle hard in silence and let your results speak for you. And I'm like, no, because I'm looking at the people liking those posts and I'm like, they didn't have any results. So what are they talking about? Why are they liking this thing? Right. I want to explain that and how that relates to New Year's resolutions because we'll be entering the New Year when you're hearing this. First of all, if you don't have a good history of kicking ass and results, then you don't get to use that meme, okay? Hustle hard in silence and letting your results speak for you is reserved for people who have proven results time and time again, and they don't need the external motivation or accountability because they've already got that built into their system. So if that's you, congrats, I'm gonna give you the hand, you're gonna go do things and you're gonna crush it, okay? That's, that's how we all are that are high level performers. Now. If you're really honest with yourself and you're listening to this and you don't have that accountability and you don't have that discipline and you fail and you fall off the wagon quite often more than you succeed and you don't really put out those results that you dream about, you don't need to pay attention to that meme and you also need to call your shots when it comes to New Year's resolutions because we got two camps when it comes to New Year's resolutions and it's based around ego. Sometimes people think, well, I'm not going to do New Year's resolutions because I I'm just way too cool for that. And that is like totally stupid. And everybody that does that, they just fail. So we have people that say it that way. And then you got other people like, I love New Year's resolutions and they're so amazing. And today I'm going to do this and I'm going to be doing this. And this. okay. And that's the other camp. I get it. The reality is most people are somewhere in the middle, right, Jay? Oh, and the thing is, is to me, if you don't have the discipline and you don't have the accountability, you need to tell people what your resolutions are. You need to verbalize that, put it out on your timeline, and you need to go find some people to hold you accountable and go, hey, I'm serious about this, and I need you to check in with me every other week or so. Just, just kick me in the ass if you don't see me doing these things, whether it's diet, fitness, starting that business, writing that book, launching a podcast, whatever that might be. Just call your shots and make it very vocal because you need that external accountability to get that done. Otherwise, you're going to quit because a lot of people that go, oh, I don't need these, and I'm going to hustle hard in silence. What that really means is you're giving yourself a convenient escape door that you, no one's ever going to know that you even started that fitness journey and you're going to quit in two weeks and no one's going to ever know that you quit. So then you can save face and go, Oh, well, I tried. Right. So the re, we all want the results. If you truly want the results, call your shots, get that accountability, execute, 
And then you can become the person that has the habits and the discipline and the self accountability to do the results to hustle hard in silence. Right. Yeah. The cha the champion can hustle hard in silence. He's already got, he's got the title, right? He's, he's wearing the belt. You know, if you're not the champ, then there's no problem with making a public declaration. Cause that's going to, like Tony said, that's good. And then I think the key thing you said is get the accountability, get the people that will hold your feet to the fire. I don't care who you are. Like I'm pretty self-sufficient, but I love accountability. I love being around people that will hold me accountable. And that's why, that's another reason Tony's in my life. It's like, I want to be around people that not only are doing great things, but it, when I make that declaration to do great things, they're not going to let me off the hook. So surround yourself with those types of people. Tony, beautiful. You're awesome, brother. I want to say thank you so much for spending this little time with us today. And uh, thank you for inspiring the peeps. Hey, thanks a lot, Jay. All right, brother. I'll see you soon.